Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 28 of Sports with Jesus. And you already know what we do out here, man. We talk about sports, man. We get witty out here. And my middle name is Jesus. I go by Marcos, but my middle name is Jesus. Jesus is also the Lord's son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's go. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Today was a cool day. Visited my sister in CT. She's not really feeling very well. So, you know, I just, I don't really like to ask my fans for anything. But if you can, you know, just simple prayer for my sister. that She's, you know, she's going through it. My mom is over there taking care of her. My mom's a legend. My mom's been over there for like, you know, the past week. I've been having to commute back and forth. You know, the drive's been taking a toll on me, but, you know, you got to be there for family, man. You got to be there for family, but, you know, keep my sisters in your prayers. And uh, episode 28, man, we're going to talk about the Knicks. We're going to talk about the Nets. We're going to talk about the World Series. We're going to talk about baseball. And you already know that Bible talk, man. That Bible talk, man. Let's go. Let's get it. Start off with the Knicks. So the Knicks came home and played the Cavaliers on the on today for the second time back to back. They won yesterday very decisively, made a lot of buckets. Brunson had a good game, quickly had a good game. Hartenstein also had a good game as well. And uh, they were able to manage the win away. But they're back home. Back home in MSG and looking to defend home court. And now we're going to go through the highlights. I hate these ads that pop up, man. Soon I'm going to have ads on my thing, but it was whatever. Cavs, Donovan Mitchell in New York looking to make a statement. He's hype. His hometown. And boy, did he start pretty good. Started off right away with a three. Scored the f- scored five straight points. 11-11. Tied up in the fourth. Donovan Mitchell splits the defense. Euro step. Layup is good. 13-11. Cavs up. Split the double team. As Randall didn't even try to stop him. Didn't even try to cut him off. 24-22 in the second quarter. Quickly with a nice pass to Hartenstein. Hartenstein with a nice dish to the cutting DiVincenzo. He had a good game. He was all over, all over the place. He didn't really score too much. I mean, he did. He scored 16 points. And he was he was really active on the defensive end. Later in the quarter, 28 to 31, Josh Hart got the start today for RJ Barrett, who's out with a sore knee. Makes the layup. Donovan Mitchell, first half, he dropped 25 points. That's a shot from downtown. In the second half, 50 to 52, third quarter action. Evan Mobley had a good quarter. The 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 Knicks have always had Evan Mobley's number, but he got hot this game. He made a couple clutch buckets. Karis LeVert also came back. He didn't play yesterday. He was out. But he came back this game. He had a solid game. He scored 19 points off the bench. Evan Mobley, another basket in the third. In the fourth quarter, 87 to 80. I mean, in the third quarter, sorry. 95 to 86. Game over. DiVincenzo hits a three to cut the lead to six, but too little too late for the Knicks as they weren't able to get any clutch buckets down the stretch. Turned the ball over. Donovan Mitchell with 30 points. He had six, six rebounds, four assists, nine for 22 from the field. Randall, oh my God, I, just, I was getting tight this whole game just watching Randall play. He was just pissing me off, chucking threes, not making nothing, man. He ended the day with six points. He went three for 15 from the field. Three for 15 from the field. 0 for 6 from three, and he had three turnovers. This is starting to get like Zach Wilson. This is starting to get like Zach Wilson from the Jets. A broken record just talking about Randall all the time and how horrible he is for the Knicks. And it's just pissing me off. It's pissing me off watching this guy play. And it's just, it's, 
I, I can't watch this guy play. I just can't, man. Can't. I be getting so pissed off. His body language when he's not having a good game is just horrible. It's contagious, and you could just see like it lets the whole team down. The Knicks scored 89 points today. They got they they had a tough time making shots. Brunson had 24, but he went eight for 23 from the field, 0 for two from three. Hartenstein only didn't score after he had a big game yesterday. Quickly was really keeping us in it. He had 18 points. Quickly has been really consistent so far. He went seven for 16. DiVincenzo had a good game, shooting five for 10, three for seven from deep. He had two steals. He had a block. He did really solid. Oh, but a huge shout-out. Huge shout-out to Mitchell Robinson, who was just a dog on the offensive board today. He had 16 rebounds in total, and he had eight offensive boards. So he was really trying his best to keep the Knicks in this game, giving them off uh, extra possessions, fighting on the glass, blocking shots. He really... You know, he was he was horsing today. He had two blocks. He went one from three from the field, but, you know, that's not his game. That's not his game. He's a rebounder. He's a horse, man. So, you know, he if it wasn't for him, the Knicks would have got blown out. And he really kept us in it. He kept us in it. So that's, uh, that's from the Knicks' tough loss today. After beating the Cleveland Cavaliers yesterday, they lost today 95-89. to 89. Um... Let's get on to the Nets. The Nets faced off against the Heat today in an Eastern Conference battle. And I wasn't able to watch the game because I was busy watching the Knicks game. And, um, you know, we're just going to get right into the highlights. First time looking at the highlights. Heat win the tip. First quarter, 5-2, 9-4. Offensive rebound by the Heat. Tyler Hero for three. Tie game, 5-5. to five. Nine minutes in the corner. Later in the quarter, tough shot from the Heat. Nets bringing it down. Ooh, who's that? I don't even know who that is. He just shot it from deep for three. 29-32 in the second quarter. Duncan Robinson on the drive. The lob, the jam. From Jan Mahimi. Wow. Not not Jan Mahimi, son. Is that his name? Oh, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. My fault. Oh, Dorian Finney-Smith with a nice spin move into the jump shot. 67 to 55. Fourth quarter, 78 to 86. Lonnie Walker passes it to who? Who the, who the hell is that guy? Out to Brooks for the, for the three. Later in the corner, nine minutes. Ben Simmons with the steal, forces a turnover, finds Lonnie Walker in the corner, bang! 86 to 86. 90 to 89. Ben Simmons coming down, passes it to Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal with the three. 92 to 90. 98 to 97, three minutes left. Cam Thomas on the drive, passes it to Dorian Finney Smith for the corner three. He misses it. Mikel Bridges with the offensive board and the bucket. 99 to 103, 32 seconds left. Mikel Bridges with the dagger. With the dagger layup. 109-105. Heat trying to stay in it, trying to keep this game alive with five seconds left. Duncan Robinson with an open look. He doesn't hit. Nets win this one, 109 to 105. Cam Thomas with a slow game. 13 points. He shot 4 of 19. Mikel Bridges with 21 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Back-to-back games with 20-plus points. He went 7 for 16. And this Brooks guy. What's his name? A. Brooks. What's his full name? I know it's not Aaron Brooks. Armani Brooks. Armani Brooks with a huge game off the bench. 15 minutes. He went he he dropped 17 points. He went six for seven from the field. So the bench really held it down for the Nets this game as Lonnie Walker also off the bench had 17 points, three rebound, three rebounds, four assists, three steals, and he shot four for nine from deep. Ben Simmons, four points, 
11 rebounds, 5 assists. Classic Ben Simmons stat line. He only shot 5 shots and made 2 of them. Dorian Finney-Smith, 15 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 for 10 from deep. Three for, I mean, 6 for 10 from the field, 3 for 5 from deep. My boy's really locked in from, from, from beyond the arc. Tyler Hero with a 30-piece. Jimmy Butler and Bam both for 20 points apiece. And just an overall good win against the defending Eastern Conference champions, the Miami Heat from the Brooklyn Nets. Um, let's get on to Game 5 of the World Series. Game 5. Of the World Series. The Texas Rangers on the brink. I mean on the. On the cusp. Of winning their first ever championship. In franchise history. After making it. For the last time in 2011. The the, the Texas Rangers are up 3-1 against the. Arizona Diamondbacks. And we're going to go on to the highlights. Show you our reactions. Nathan Avaldi on the mound. This guy's a stud. He's like undefeated in closeout clinching games. And he's on the mound. Flashback to hit 12 years ago where he made his his made he made his major league debut in Arizona. Bottom of the first, man on first and third. Two outs. Tommy Pham. Up to bat, grounds out to Seager for the force. Nathan Avaldi escapes to jam. Top of the fourth, Marcus Simeon. It's a hard ground ball to shortstop. Perdomo with a diving play to get him. Nice play. It's still 0-0. Zach Gallen on the mound, you know, dealing. He should have been out there yesterday. He should have been out there yesterday, but, you know, it is what it is. Zach Gallen gets Evan Carter swinging, and he's the first starting pitcher to retire the first 12 batters in a World Series game since a very long time. Bottom six, Alec Thomas grounds out to the pitcher. Nathan Avaldi just dealing, allowing no runs. Towards the sixth inning, he gets Perdomo looking to end his night. It's 0-0. Top seventh, Zach Gallen still on the mound, working a no-hitter. He's got no hits through six innings against the Texas Rangers. Corey Seager lead off the inning. Base hit. Base hit to left field as he goes the opposite way off the end of the bat to break up the no-hitter. And get on base for the Texas Rangers. Next batter, Evan Carter. Smokes a RBI, smokes a double. Smokes a double. Man on second and third, no outs. Evan Carter with history today. Mitch Garver, up to bat, no outs. Man on second and third. He gets a RBI single up the middle. Man on first and third, Mitch Garver with the first run of the game with the RBI single. And every and the Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers are undefeated when they score first. So the Texas Rangers scored first is not a good sign. Top seventh, bouncing back, Zach Gallen. He strikes out Josh Jung with man on first and third. He strikes out Josh Jung and Zach Gallen just left it all out there. Top of the ninth. Paul Seawald in. Base hit Josh Jung to lead off the inning. Next batter, Nathaniel Lowe. Base hit to left field. Man on first and second. Jonah Heim up to bat, man on first and second. He gets an RBI single, and it gets past Alec Thomas. It gets past Alec Thomas, two-run score 
Man on third, no outs. Texas Rangers are up in the top of the ninth. Texas Rangers are up in the top of the ninth, three to zero. Marcus Simeon next up to hit with two outs. Man on third, and he goes yaya. He goes yaya against Paul Seawald to extend the lead to five to zero. And the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers are on the cusp of winning their first ever franchise championship. Spores, spores in to finish off the game. He strikes out Perdomo looking. Corbin Carroll pops out. Last batter, Cattell Marte, with his 20 postseason hit streak on the line. He's the last at bat. And he strikes out looking on a high curveball. Rangers win the World Series. Texas is a state of champions. Marcus Simeon, two for five, home run, two RBIs. Nathan Avaldi, six innings pitch, four hits, zero earned runs. He had five base on balls, but he also had five Ks. And he also escaped. Five jams. Evan Carter with the double that he hit in the seventh inning has set the record for the most doubles in the single postseason with nine. This guy is 21 and he was called up to the big league. He was called up to the big leagues in September. And he was their four hitter. Their four hitter. No, he was a three hitter. The three-hitter, 21 years old, batting third in the World Series. It doesn't get any bigger than that. And here's a stat. Here's a stat for you guys. Here is a stat that the Diamondbacks, they went zero. Hold up, hold up. That was, no, no, no. The Diamondbacks went 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position this game. 0 for 9. They couldn't get that hit. They couldn't get that big hit. I I was remember I was I remember watching game day. I wasn't able to watch the whole game live. I was watching the Knicks game, but I was watching game day on, you know, the MLB app. And I saw that Lourdes Gurriel had bases loaded after the after Tommy Pham had worked the walk, he swings at the first pitch. He swings at the first pitch and grounds out. Swings at the first pitch and grounds out. You just can't have that. You just can't have that. Cattell Marte went 0 for 2, but he had three walks. Corbin Carroll, 1 for 4. Christian Walker, 1 for 3. Gabriel Moreno, 0 for 3. Tommy Pham, my boy Pham, went 0 for 3. And the Diamondbacks left 11 batters on, 11 runners stranded on base. Left 11 runners stranded on base. They went 0 for 9. They went 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. You're just not going to win like that. You're not going to win. You got to get those timely hits. You got to bring those runners in. You got to cash in. They just couldn't get that hit. But huge props to Zach Galen as, he's, as he brought a no-hitter into the seventh inning. He went 6.1 innings pitched. He gave up three hits, one earned run, and he had six Ks. He just pitched his heart out. He pitched his heart out tonight. But the offense couldn't back him up. The offense couldn't back him up. Offense couldn't back him up. Rangers winning five games. Texas Rangers get their first ever First ever. Before I even say that they got their first ever championship, let me just read you Paul Seawald's. Let me just read you Paul Seawald. After blowing the lead in the first game, first of all, this guy is trash, man. This guy is trash. He got he got hot for a couple games. I get it in the postseason, but this guy got designated for assignment. He got cut by the Mets. He got traded by the Mariners. 
What do you expect from this guy? You expect this guy to be a shutdown? You expect this guy to be Mariano? So he gave up he gave up the lead in the first game. What is he doing this game? He goes one inning pitch. He gave up five hits, four runs. He pitched one inning. He gave up five hits and four runs. Kevin Ginkle is the man. Huge props to Kevin Ginkle as he held a zero ERA this postseason. And he's going to, he's he's really good. He's a really good. Kevin Ginkle, remember that name. He's going to be all-star next year. But yeah, Texas Rangers clinched their first ever post, post World Series championship. Bruce Bochy gets four rings. Corey Seager wins wins MVP. No-brainer. His second MVP in two different leagues. And um, there you have it, guys. Texas Rangers win the championship. And that is the baseball for 2023. Let's get on to the Bible talk. Just keeping it simple, you know, this episode, getting right to it, talking about the games, talking about the highlights, talking about the stats. And... We'll get right into the Bible talk, baby. We'll get right into the Bible talk. We left off at Jethro giving some good advice, Moses' father-in-law, to Moses. So we're in Genesis. We're in, no, no, sorry. We're in Exodus 19, guys. Exodus 19. Here we go. Let's read. The Israelites reached the desert of Sinai in their third month of their trip from Egypt. They had traveled from Rephidim to the Sinai Desert. The Israelites camped in the desert near Mount Sinai. Then Moses climbed up the mountain to meet with God. The Lord spoke to him on the mountain and said, Tell this to the Israelites. The great family of Jacob You people saw what I did to the people of Egypt. You saw that I carried you out of Egypt like an eagle and brought you here to me. So now I tell you to obey my commands and keep my agreement. So if you do this, if you do this, you will be my own special people. The whole world belongs to me, but I am choosing you to be my own special people. You will be a special nation, a kingdom of priests. Moses, you must tell the Israelites what I have said. So Moses climbed down the mountain and called the elders of the people together. Moses told the elders everything the Lord had commanded him to tell them. All the people spoke at the same time and said, We will obey everything the Lord says. Then Moses went back up to the mountain and told the Lord that the people would obey him. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will come to you in the thick cloud. I will speak to you. All the people will hear me talking to you. I will do this so that they will always believe what you tell them. Then Moses told God everything the people had said. And the Lord said to Moses, Today and tomorrow you must prepare the people for a special meeting. They must wash their clothes and be ready for me on the third day. On the third day the Lord will come down to Mount Sinai. And all the people will see me. But you must tell the people to stay away from the mountain. Make a line and don't let them cross it. Any person or animal that touches the mountain must be killed with stones or shot with arrows. But don't let anyone touch them. The people must wait until the trumpet blows 
Only then they go up to the mountain. So Moses climbed down the mountain and went to the people. He got them ready for, their, for the special meeting and they washed their clothes. Then Moses said to the people, be ready for the meeting with God in three days. Until that, do not have sexual relations. On the morning of the third day, a thick cloud came down onto the mountain. There was thunder and lightning and a very loud sound, and a very loud sound from a trumpet. All the people in the camp were frightened. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to a place near the mountain to meet God. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke. Smoke rose off the mountain like, a, like smoke from a furnace. This happened because the Lord came down to the mountain in fire. Also, the whole mountain began to shake. The noise from the trumpet became louder and louder. Every time Moses spoke to God, God answered him with a voice like thunder. So the Lord came down to Mount Sinai. He came from heaven to the top of the mountain. Then he called Moses to come up to the top of the mountain with him. So Moses went up to the mountain. The Lord said to Moses, Go down and warn the people not to come near me or look at me. If they do, many will die. Also tell the priests who come near the Lord that they must prepare themselves for this special meeting. If they don't, I, the Lord, will punish them. Moses said to the Lord, But the people cannot come up the mountain. You yourself told us to make a line and not allow the people to cross the line to holy ground. The Lord said to him, Go down to the people, get Aaron, and bring him back with you. But don't let the priest or the people come near me. I will punish them if they come too close. So Moses went down to the people and told them these things. These are the things God told his people. I am the Lord, your God. I am the one who freed you from the land of Egypt where you were slaves. You must not worship any other gods except me. You must not make any idols. Don't make any statues or pictures of anything up in the sky or of anything on the earth or of anything down in the water. Don't worship or serve idols of any kind because I, the Lord, am your God. I hate my people worshiping other gods. People who sin against me become my enemies and I will punish them. And I will punish their children, their grandchildren, and even their great-grandchildren. But I will be very kind to the people who love me and obey my commands. I will be kind to their families for thousands of generations. You must not use the name of the Lord, your God, to make empty promises. If you do, the Lord will not let you go unpunished. You must remember to keep the Sabbath a special day. You may work six days a week to do your job, but the seventh day is a day of rest in honor of the Lord, your God. So on that day, no one should work. Not you, your sons and daughters, or your men and women slaves. Even your animals and the foreigners living in your cities must not work. That is the that is because the Lord worked six days and made the sky, the earth, the sea, and everything in it. And on the seventh day, he rested. In this way, the Lord blessed the Sabbath, the day of rest. He made that a very special day. You must honor and respect your father and your mother. Do this so that you will have a full life in the land that the Lord, your God, gives you. You must not murder anyone. You must not con commit adultery. You must not steal anything. You must not tell lies about other people. You must not want to take your neighbor's house. You must not want his wife. And you must not want his men and women servants or cattle 
or his donkeys. You must not want to take anything that belongs to another person. During all this time, the people in the valley heard the thundering and saw the lightning on the mountain. They saw smoke rising from the mountain and heard the sound of the trumpet. They were afraid and shook with fear. They stood away from the mountain and watched. Then the people said to Moses, If you want to speak to us, then we will listen. But please don't let God speak to us. If this happens, we will die. Then Moses said to them, Don't be afraid. God has come to test you. He wants you to respect him so that you will not sin. The people stood far away from the mountain while Moses went to the dark cloud where God was. Then the Lord told Moses to say this to the Israelites. You people have seen that I talked with you from heaven. So you must not make idols using gold or silver to compete with me. You must not make these false gods. Make a special altar for me. You should use dirt to make this altar. Offer sheep and cattle as burnt offerings in fellowship. Offerings on this altar. Let's read that again. Offer sheep and cattle as burnt offerings and fellowship offerings on this altar. Do this in every way. Do, do this in every place where I tell you to remember me. Then I will come and bless you. But if you use stones to make an altar, then don't use stones that were cut with an iron tool. If you do that, it will make the altar unacceptable. And you must not make steps leading up to the altar. If there are steps, when people look up to the altar, they will be able to see under your clothes. Then God said to Moses, These are other laws that you will give to the people. If you buy a Hebrew slave, then that slave will serve you for only six years. After six years, he will be free, and he will have to pay for nothing. If he is not married when he becomes your slave, when he becomes free, he will leave without a wife. But if the man is married when he becomes your slave, then he will keep his wife at the time he is made free. If the slave is not married, the master can give him a wife. If that wife gives birth to sons or daughters, she and her children will belong to the masters. After the slave is finished with his years of service, he will be made free. But if the slave decides that he wants to stay with the master, he must say, I love my master. I love my wife. I love my children. I will not become free. I will stay. If this happens, the, must, the master will bring the slave before God. The master will take the slave to a door or the wooden frame around the door and pierce the slave's ear using a sharp tool to show that the slave will serve the master for all of his life. A man might decide to sell his daughter as a slave. If this happens, the rules for making her free are not the same as the rules for making the men slaves free. If the master who chose her for himself is not pleased with her, then he can sell the woman back to her father. If the master broke his promise to marry her, he loses the right to sell her to other people. If the master promised to let the slave woman marry his son, he must treat her like a daughter, not like a slave. If the master marries another woman, he must not give less food or clothing to the first wife, and he must continue to give her what she has a right to have in marriage. The man must do these three things for her. If he does not, the woman is made free, and it will cost her nothing. She owes no money to the man. Whoever hits and kills someone must be killed too. 
But if an accident happened and a person killed someone without planning it, then God allowed that thing to happen. I will choose some special places where people can run to for safety. So that person can run to one of those places. But whoever plans to kill someone out of anger or hatred must be punished. Take them away from my altar and kill them. Whoever hits their father or their mother must be killed. Whoever steals someone to sell them as a slave or keep them for their own slave must be killed. Whoever curses their father or mother must be killed. Two men might argue and one might hit the other with a rock or with his fist. If the man who was hurt is not killed, the man who hurt him should not be killed. If the man was hurt and must stay in bed for some time, the man who hurt him must support him. The man who hurt him must pay for the loss of his time. He must support him until he is completely healed. Sometimes people beat their slaves. If the slave dies after being beaten, the killer must be punished. But if the slave gets up after a few days, then the master will not be punished. That is because someone paid their money for the slave, and the slave belongs to them. Two men might be fighting and hurt a pregnant woman. This might make the woman give birth to her baby before its time. If the woman was not hurt badly, the man who hurt her must pay a fine. The woman's husband will decide how much the man must pay. The judges will help the man decide how much the fine will be. But if the woman was hurt badly, then the man who hurt her must be punished. The punishment must fit the crime. You must trade one life for another life. You must trade an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a hand for a hand, a foot for a foot, a burn for a burn, a bruise for a bruise, and a cut for a cut. If a man hits a slave in the eye and the slave is blinded in that eye, then the slave will be allowed to go free. His eye is the payment for his freedom. This is the same for a man or a woman's sleeve. If a master hits his slave in the mouth and the slave loses a tooth, then the slave will be allowed to go free. The slave's tooth is a payment for the slave's freedom. This is the same for a man or a woman's slave. If a man's bull kills a man or a woman, then you should use stones and kill that bull. You should not eat the bull. The owner of the bull is not guilty. But if the bull had hurt people in the past, and if the owner was warned, then the owner is guilty. That is because he did not keep the bull tied or locked in its place. So if the bull is allowed to be free and kill someone, the owner is guilty. You should kill the bull with stones and also kill the owner. But the family of the dead man may accept money. If they accept money, the man who owned the bull should not be killed. But he must pay as much as the judge decides. This same law must be followed if the bull kills someone's son or daughter. But if the bull kills a slave, but if the bull kills a slave, the owner of the animal must pay the master 30 pieces of silver. And the bull must also be killed with stones. This law will be the same for men and women slaves. A man might take a cover off of a well or dig a hole and not cover it. If another man's animal comes and falls into that hole, the man who owns the hole is guilty. The man who owns the hole must pay for the animal. But after he pays for the animal, 
he will be allowed to keep the body of that animal. If one man's bull kills another man's bull, they should sell the bull that is alive. Both men will get half of the money that comes from selling the bull. And both men will also get half of the bull that was killed. But if a man's bull has hurt others, other animals in the past, that owner is responsible for that bull. If his bull kills another bull, he is guilty because he allowed the bull to be free. That man must pay bull for bull. He must trade his bull for the bull that was killed. How should you punish a man who steals a bull's sheep or sheep? If the man kills the animal or sells it, then he cannot give it back. So he must pay five bulls for the one he stole. Or he must pay four sheep for the one he stole. He must pay for stealing. If he owns nothing, then he will be sold as a slave. But if the man still has the animal and you find it, that man must give the owner two animals for, any, for every animal he stole. It doesn't matter if the animal was a bull, a donkey, or a sheep. If a thief is killed while trying to break into a house at night, then no one will be guilty for killing him. But if, it's, if this happens during the day, the one who killed him will be guilty of murder. A man might let his animal lose a man might let his animal loose to graze in his field or vineyard. If the animal wanders into another person's field or vineyard, then the owner must pay. The payment must come from the best of his crop. A man might start a fire to burn thorns bushes sorry. A man might start a fire to burn thorn bushes on his field. But if the fire grows and burns his neighbor, and but if the fire grows and burns his neighbor's crops or the grain growing on the neighbor's field, the man who started the fire must pay for what he burned. Someone might give some money or tools to a neighbor for safekeeping. What should you do if someone steals those things from the neighbor's house? If you find the one who stole them, then that thief must pay twice as much as, as the things are worth. If you don't find a the thief, then the owner of the house must go before the judges, who will decide if that person is guilty. Stay with me, guys. Stay with me. This is, this is, you know, it gets a little slow. Gets a little slow, but stay with me. It's still very vital. These are, these are commands right here. These are commands that we must follow, that we must obey. Back to it. What should you do if two men disagree about a bull or a donkey or sheep or clothing or something that is lost? One man says, this is mine. And the other says, no, it is mine. Both men should go before the judges who will decide who is guilty. The one who is wrong must pay the other man twice as much as the thing is worth. A man might ask his neighbor to take care of an animal for a short time. It might be a donkey, a bull, or a sheep. But what should you do if that animal is hurt or dies or someone takes the animal while no one is looking. That neighbor must explain that he did not steal the animal. If this is truth, the neighbor will promise the Lord that he did not steal it. The owner of the animal must accept this promise. The neighbor does not have to pay the owner for the animal. But if the neighbor stole the animal then he must pay the owner for the animal. If wild animals killed the animal, then the neighbor should bring the body as proof. The neighbor will not have to pay the owner for the animal that was killed. 
If a man borrows an animal from his neighbor and the animal is hurt or dies, then the neighbor must pay the owner for the animal. The neighbor is responsible because the owner was not there himself. But if the owner was there, then the neighbor does not have to pay. Or if the neighbor was paying money to use the animal for work, he will not have to pay if the animal dies or is hurt. The money he paid to use the animal will be enough payment. If a man has sexual relations with a virgin who he is not engaged to, then he must pay her father the full amount necessary to marry her. If the father refuses to allow his daughter to marry him, then the man must still pay the full amount for her. You must not allow any woman to do evil magic. If she does magic, you must not let her live. You must not allow anyone to have sexual relations with an animal. If this happens, that person must be killed. Whoever makes a sacrifice to a false god should be destroyed. The Lord is the only one you should be making. The Lord is the only one you should make sacrifices to. Remember in the past, you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. So you should not cheat or hurt anyone who is a foreigner in your land. You must never do anything bad to women whose husbands are dead or to orphans. If you do anything wrong to these widows or orphans, I will know it. I will hear about their suffering and I will be very angry. I will kill you with a sword. Then your wives will become widows and your children will become orphans. The Lord is saying all these commands, if you guys didn't know. He's saying all this to Moses. If you loan money to any of my people, that is, the poor among you, don't be like a money lender and charge them interest. You might take their cloak to make sure they pay the money back, but you must give the cloak back to them before the sunset. That cloak might be their only protection against the cold, when they lie down to sleep. If they call me for help, I will listen because I am kind. You must not curse God or the leaders of your people. At harvest time, you should give me the first grain and the first juice from your fruit. Don't wait until late in the year. Give me your firstborn sons. Also give me your firstborn cattle and sheep. Let the firstborn stay with his mother for seven days. Then on the eighth day, give him to me. You are my special people. So don't eat meat from something that was killed by wild animals. Let the dogs eat that dead animal. Continuing the commands that the Lord is saying to Moses. Don't tell lies against other people. If you are a witness in court, don't agree to help a bad person tell lies. Don't do something just because everyone else is doing it. If you see a group of people doing wrong, don't join them. You must not let them persuade you to do wrong things. You must do what is right and what is fair. In court, don't treat a person in a special way simply because that person is poor. If you see a lost bull or donkey, then you must return it to its owner, even if the owner is your enemy. If you see an animal that cannot walk because it has too much to carry, you must stop and help that animal. You must help that animal even if it belongs to one of your enemies. In court, don't let anyone take advantage of a person simply because that person is poor. Be very careful if you say that someone is guilty of something. Don't make false charges against a person. Never allow innocent people to be killed as punishment for something they did not do. Whoever kills an innocent person is evil, and I will not treat a guilty person as as innocent. 
if someone tries to pay you to agree with them when they are wrong, don't accept that payment. A payment like that can blind judges so that they cannot see the truth. It can make good people tell lies. You must never do wrong. You must never do wrong things to a foreigner. Remember, you know what it's like to be a foreigner because at one time you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the conclusion of Bible talk. And that is the conclusion of episode 28, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm always going to say thank you. I'm always grateful. I'm grateful to be living, grateful to have this power, grateful to have this microphone, grateful to have this MacBook, this iPhone, this, these these 14s I got on, my favorite pair of shoes. Grateful. I'm just grateful, guys. I'm grateful. And uh, I just want to say thank you for making it to the, the conclusion of episode 28. Thank you for sticking for me for 28 episodes, man. 28 episodes. We're two epi- we're we're uh, two episode we're one episode away from episode thirty, so you know it's very special time. I I I love doing this. I love doing this, and uh, I I can't wait for the next one. Can't wait for the next one. I'm gonna continue to work hard. Continue to watch the games. That's really that's really the main part. Just watching the games. I haven't really been taking notes as much as I should. But the main thing is just watching the games and just just reading the gospel, just spreading the gospel, spreading the Lord's word and everything and anything. But thank you guys for tuning into episode 28. Catch you guys in episode 29. Marcos out.